I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Pass and the Secret 2. I'm joined by the gorgeous Strachia Deji. How are you, Petal? I'm good, mate. You okay? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. Um, every so often I get someone who comes on the party who just, like, fills me full of joy. Um, and it's like human sunshine, and you're one of those people. Oh, Vic, so are you. You're such an energy. Like, you're such a vibe. Fuck off. Not everybody gets this version of me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck's it. It's honest, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're an igniter. You're an igniter. That's what it is. You're an, we're igniting each other right about now. So many flames. Yes. <laughs> Mate, a lot of the stuff you talk, like you write about, you talk about, mm-hmm. it's very, um, it's specific to women, you know, and like that's that's kind of my thing. Yes. Um, so, I could ask you so many questions about the things you write, but I'm super interested. Um, mm-hmm. and this is me being selfish and using this platform for my own personal gain. <laughs> but you suffer from PMDD, is that right? Yes, I do. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know what PMDD is, please do your best to explain it for. So PMDD is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So it's a very advanced version of PMS. It's not the same as PMS. It's like to the point where you can essentially be having like a bipolar episode. And what happens is that like seven days or maybe seven to 10 days before your period, your mood changes. I think it's called the luteal phase. So basically your whole your whole brain, I would say, goes into like, you just are depressed. You're like, and it's not like, you're just depressed for like, or you're having a mood swing. It's like a big black cloud is over your head and you cannot get out of it to the point that like, it can really affect your relationships, you know, not even just with your friends, but with your partner. So I can get into like a very deep depression and sometimes you can get suicidal ideation, um, you know, and then when you're, what happens is that it's like that for seven to 10 days. And then as soon as your period comes. You're fucking fine. Yeah. I'm going to cry and like I'm trying really hard not oh, to. Because, does it sound like you? Yeah, because honestly, mate, like every time I do a post on Instagram, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so emotional. No, 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 no. Talk, talk. Every time I do a post on Instagram, like I get all these wonderful women who are like, it sounds to me that you've got PMDD. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the doctor and said... Like, I just don't think what I'm suffering with is right. Like, yeah. could it be endometriosis? Could it be PMDD? Uh-huh. And, like, I'm proper fobbed off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, like, I just I don't, well. Yeah, I, like, I don't know what the next logical step, step is because, honestly, Jackie, like, I don't fucking recognise myself the yeah. week before my period. Yes. Like, to the point where, like, you've just so perfectly explained it there. Like, yeah. 
I like obviously it's so bad, right? But I fucking hate Urkan. I'm like, don't talk to me. It's over. <laughs> and like I have these really this is yeah. so deep. I'm so yeah. sorry, but no 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 talk. Uh, have, these, have these really dark thoughts where I'm like, Yeah, am I with the right person? Like yeah. And I yeah. know I am. Like yeah. I've been out with the, when I'm when I'm clear headed. Mm-hmm. I know I'm with the right person. Like yeah. I've had years and years with the wrong people. I've had years and years on my own. Like I know I'm with the person who is yeah. kind, supportive, right for me. It's going to be yeah. a great dad. Like, but all of that logic goes out my head for oh, some yeah. reason. Yeah. And like, I just want to fucking chin him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this can't be normal. And then I say to oh, my mates, yeah. like, I say to my mates, like. And I probably downplay it because I'm so nervous and uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the actual reality of the darkness and depravity yeah. of my thoughts. Yeah. But I say to them, I say to my mates, I'm like, fucking got me period, gonna chin her can. And they're like, oh, don't. Wanted to kick Mikey out the other day, dance on, <laughs> dance on the fucking, like, on the edge with Dan. And so I think, yeah. oh no, this is just a period. Like I'm mm-hmm. actually fine. Mm-hmm. But then, and this is like the, probably one of the first times I've said this out loud, like in the hardest moments for me, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like I'm depressed and yeah. I'm like I have no motivation to do anything that normally brings me joy yeah that's like, it I feel like the world probably would be fine without me in it yeah. that's really scary yeah and I don't know Jackie I just get so worked up and I feel like I don't know who I can talk to about this because it sounds scary so I'm yeah. just going to internalize it and say it's a period yeah it's I mean it is so hard to I mean I think it was only like something that could get diagnosed like eight or nine years ago so it's still actually quite a new thing and and some women so are sorry like about all my tears oh my yeah. god do not cry because <laughs> it's such unless you know what it's like because yeah. people downplay it so much oh it's just mood swings oh it's just pms and it's like no i literally don't want to be here like yeah. it's not and i'm someone that i'm such a like energy person i love my life but it's such it's so vicious it's like an attack on your mind it is. It, it disrupts your whole, even my relationship. Like my husband knows like, okay, cool. He even knows what my time at the bump is because we have to <laughs> like, he's like, cool. So you're going to be a bit of a nightmare for like seven to 10 days. I don't want to be like that. And it's like, I can't go for a walk. Nothing works. So I actually yeah. had to diagnose myself on a website because um, there's a website called IMPDD.org. That's really helpful. They have like a little like diagnosis calculator thing. Yeah. Um, because I went to the doctor and they're like, oh, maybe like, change your diet and maybe don't have as many as much dairy before your period i'm like i've tried all of that it doesn't work if one more person tells me not to have fucking dairy, dairy. before my period i, I honestly know. Will, i think i will spontaneously combust <laughs> in angry flames <laughs> it's a real thing and i think that you talking about this is really brave because there's something when i wrote the article i had so many women message me being like i've literally felt like i'm crazy like like my husband wants to divorce me because I'm like this like real like deep 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 stuff and I'm like no I have to keep talking about this because the way it affects us we know like so little really about our bodies and like this is another example and there's also like not there's no research there's not really any extensive research so you do feel like you're going mad because you're like oh okay well there's nothing to say that like this is officially the diagnosis so I think you even just like admitting it that there actually is a problem is a really good thing because it's like you're not alone there's so many women that don't realize that they have it but how are you going to know you have it because where where the resources where are you meant to go I know, you know what I mean? and like because of the British culture of kind oh, of yeah. like stiff up a lip shut up yeah. and get on with it and yeah. in particular that is so that's completely like it, it's yeah. feral with women yeah. like yeah we're 
you know, if you want to do, if you don't want to do well in the workplace, like you've got to be tough and strong and yeah. and all this. It's ingrained in what almost that if we want to be successful, we've got to be strong. We've got totally. to so you keep quiet about these things, you put up with it, and then like yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm kind of living. It's so dramatic. I feel like that I'm that 10 days before my period, seven to 10 days, like I'm not myself. And then also subsequently, like that kind of week before where I can feel it coming on. I'm fucking nervous. So I'm yeah. on eggshells anyway. Like I'm losing half my life. Yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah. Oh about god, this. yeah. Yeah. It's 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 absolutely crazy. And it's mental how I actually look forward to my period because then I'm normal again. I'm like, this is insane. Like, who wants their period? But it's yeah. like, at least I'm normal. Yeah. At least I'm normal. I know. I, yeah, yeah. There's some statistics and like, I, I couldn't believe them. So five to eight percent of like women are set to suffer with PMDD, yeah. which I think feels low. Do you yeah. think that's just like what, who are admitting to it? Yeah. And I also think it's like misdiagnosis because yeah. lots of women get told they've got depression. Yeah. Or they're, or they're yes. bipolar and it's like, oh, they've got PMDD. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of women actually don't know that they have it because if you don't have the language to describe something, then you can't really say what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's 100% higher than that. Yeah, I, fact, I, 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 compl- I that. completely agree. And then yeah. the scary statistic mm. leading off that is like over 70% of those people suffering actually have suicidal thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that's going to make us cry again. Like, so there's basically... How, how many like 630,000 yeah. women in the UK walking yeah. around feeling suicidal every month and we're just being told to put up with it yeah 100% yeah 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 there was a woman that actually messaged me and she said 10 days before my period I always want to like jump like jump into a car and like literally like those intrusive dark thoughts yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. she's like it is so aggressive and she just doesn't know what to do. And she's like, she doesn't want to take antidepressants, like, because she was saying they mess, they mess her up. Like, yeah. it's such, and she's like, I don't know who to talk to, because if you tell people that, they just think you're insane. Like, you've got such a good life. Like, why would you say that? And it's like, no, it's like deeper than that. And it does, it's yeah. so sad because I just think there is no conversation. Like, there's barely any conversation about this. Yeah. Like, it's misunderstood. And like- yeah. You completely yeah, lots of my friends have it, and most people, if you say I've got PMDD, they'll go, "What's that?" Yeah, yeah. Well, lots of people don't know what it is. The only reason I know what it is is because every time I talk about my period, some woman goes underneath. Sounds like you've got PMDD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fucking tell us about it. Yeah, I actually was so fascinated by it. Like I went away and did some research and like mm-hmm. was desperate to make a film about it. Mm. Trying to get it away with male TV commissioners is fucking painful. Yeah. Um, and I get it. It's a, it's a difficult one. But anyway, w- the research I found discovered, right? Yeah. That 80%, this is dark by the way. So anybody okay, listening, right. I'm 80% of women who commit murders, right? We're suffering with PMS symptoms. Wow. 80% of women who commit. So I was saying to my agent, like the week before my period, she'll message us and she'll be like bombarding us with information and requests yeah. and exact. And I'll go, I'll tell you right now, leave me alone because I've got murder in my bones. I'm, I'm, I'm during my period. And I say that to her, I'm always, I'm murdering my bones, mate. And she's like, we've synced me and my agent now because we spend so much time together. Oh my like, God, I love yeah. it. She's like, yeah, me too. Do you know what it is? Just fuck off. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fine, fine. Let's just talk to each other in five days. Fucking class. Everyone can wait. The thing is, like, Love that's that. scary. Mm, that is terrifying. Scary that it has. So what is actually being done to diagnose and help these women who potentially are suffering with PMDD? Well, not not a lot. I mean, oh. I, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I think women's health anyway, 
Yeah. I mean, endometriosis, like women are suffering across the board. Like, you know, when I said to me, doctor, have I got endometriosis? He went, does it hurt when you have sex? And I went, I don't think like, not really. Like I like sex, you know, and he was like, well, you haven't got it then. That seems like a very fast diagnosis, sir. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Great doing business with you. <laughs> and that's because it was private. He's like, and that'll be £160, please. <laughs> Fucking just take me money, you Robin. That's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just, women's health is just like not taken seriously at all. And oh, I do I think know. that like, we can talk about it and talk about it, but things like there needs to be some kind of legislation. There needs to be some kind of, I mean, there are PMDD charities. Um, I mean, on Reddit, there are so many threads yeah. of women talking about this and it's like that is the research there I don't know that nobody wants to touch it with a barge pole and I think it's because it's it feels really unknown and like but my mom has it it's also genetic as well right okay my mom my mom has it my sister has it I reckon my sister could definitely have it yeah Me mum, I don't know could just absolutely an iron woman at this (laughs) right like if she hadn't had kids I would actually be I, I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't menstruate. She's so fucking tough. Like she's never complained about anything in her life, but that's generational. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Step yeah. up a lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah proper. Yeah. Right, mate. Well, I feel like you've really inspired us to sort of do it. So I'm going to go on. Did you say pmd.org? PMDD.org. Yes, yeah. It's amazing on there. I, when I when I went on that website for the first time, I burst into tears because yeah. I was like, I will. I cry talking yeah. about it there, yeah. Jackie. Yeah, because you feel seen, heard and, and understood yeah. for the first time. You're like, I'm not crazy. There actually is something wrong. But when you know that I'm like one step away from like actually trying to work through this thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you don't have to suffer alone. Like We don't have mm. to suffer alone. And I think even just having this conversation on the podcast is so important because anyone listening who's like, what the hell is going on with me? Yeah. Like seven, 10 days before my period, it might be PMDD. It's worth looking into. No one knows your body better than you as well. So if you feel something's off, then it's definitely off. Yeah. Like sometimes like you can get gaslit into thinking like, oh no, there's nothing wrong. But no, if it's, if it's off, it's off. Yeah. You know? So yeah. No, that's thank you so much, mate. I really of appreciate course, having that queen. conversation with you there, girl. Yeah. Fucking, oh, it's a little therapy session there for me. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, yeah. Now, as promised last, can't yes. have you on without talking about boobs. Mm. Um, I wasn't joking, mate. The Channel 4 doc was like super powerful. Um, thank you. Brilliant. Just moving at times, like almost had me in tears. Like it's really weird. There's, um, I remember getting me boobs in mm-hmm. um, when I was younger and um, granted mine are fake now, but like I didn't get them made. I didn't get fake boobs because I was like, I want massive, great big boobs. I lost loads of weight and they just ended up being like empty, em- half filled condoms. I've actually <laughs> described them as and like um, Spaniel's ears, uh, an ex fella actually referred to them as fucking knobhead. Oh, um, yeah. Fucking not okay not okay not okay i can say it but you can't yeah you then. can't sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah so um i just got them made back to the size they were before mm-hmm. you know but i remember when i first got mine in and um it was mortifying it was absolutely mortifying like mm. i got them got them before everyone else got theirs like lads were fascinated but in like a really like just troubling problematic way yeah like it wasn't like the fancy does or anything it was like they were just fascinated and it was just really creepy yeah so, yeah so i wanted i feel like the everything you talked about in there was just really important was it cathartic to make it oh it was like a dream yeah and it was a dream because i really wanted to document 
how lots of women with big boobs are truly feeling. Not your sensationalized idea of what you think it is, how it really is coming from the root. Yeah. And it was important for me to make sure that the story was told in a way that felt not just authentic, but also just like true and honest and human and compassionate because so many women with big boobs trauma is attached to their big boobs because of the way people have treated them and so it was a massive joy and an honor and a privilege to do something like this because the messages I've been getting Vic I can't even I can't like the messages from women in their 70s in their 80s that have hated their bodies for 50 years and been shamed into hating their boobs for 40 years you know 15 16 17 year old girls their mums are messaging me saying my daughter needed this because she's feeling really insecure about her boob I'm like this is what this is it this is what drives me because like you don't feel human you literally feel like when you've got big boobs it almost feels like you've got a neon sign on the top of your head saying stare at me grope me mm. laugh at me you know sexualize like, me yeah sexualize me yeah it's like and the amount of women that have messaged me in fact a woman messaged me actually a few days ago and she said i can't bring myself to watch your documentary because i'm so triggered because i was sexually harassed and i've got big boobs and Every time I look down, I just feel a sense of disgust and shame and I just cannot engage. And she was like, I know what you're doing and I see what you're doing. I cannot engage with it. I'm so traumatized. And I was like, babe, I literally stand with you and I yeah. understand yeah. because it's it's people making you feel inferior, like you're public property, like you're like you're something in a museum to laugh at, like you're a freak show. Yeah. And then you carry that with you your whole life and then you spend your whole life trying to get rid of it. Yeah. And also, it's exhausting. It is so ex- There's just, and it almost feels like you can't win. No. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah, like I often like I've gone through stages in life with mine, you know, and like, Grant, this is my experience. Everybody's might be different. Like yeah, I get that. Like I've gone through stages where I was like, you know, I'm going to cover them up. They make me yeah. uncomfortable. They make me uncomfortable. Like they make us look bigger than I am. That was yeah. always a term I used. Like that, I mean, booze makes look bigger than I am. Like I'm going to cover them up. And like I dressed to cover them up. And I was accused. You know, I got the oh she's frumpy. She's this. Like I could. You know, and blah blah. blah and I would hate that. But then when you dress to mm. look, when you dress like for your shape, and like you know what, I'm done being fucking ashamed. Like yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> I've got big boobs, a big bum. Like I'm super proud of it. This is who I am. I'm curvy, and I've got no apology. Then it's like oh you're fucking 
you're slutty. Yeah. yeah. There's then the them shouts and I'm like, hang on a second. Like I've tried both polar opposites of this and I'm not, I don't seem Doesn't to work. win. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, it just feels, it just feels like you can't win. No, you, yeah. It's the battle between like, do I own it or do I hide it? And even yeah. if you are hiding it, people can still see you got big boobs. So oh. either way, yeah, you, you just, and then also it's that fear of like, if something happens to you and let's say your boobs are showing a little bit because you're feeling yourself as you should. Mm, yeah. Then you you blame yourself or did that happen to me because I had my boobs out? And then it's also the, always the blaming on the women. What were you wearing? The victim like, blame, yeah. The victim blame. And it's just, it's exa- it's so exhausting because like you're always going to get attention in some way. So you almost feel like you're just constantly a distraction and they're intimidating, but also grotesque, but also like exciting for like loads of, I think society has a very weird view, I think, of like naturally big boobs. So like some people find them absolutely repulsive. Some people like think they're amazing. And then you have some people who just like are just so so uncomfortable. I mean, I was reading something about a woman saying that a woman moved away from her at a restaurant, asked to move sit at another table because she was wearing a busty top when she was with her husband. I'm like. No, I'm sorry. You've got you've got problems, you've got issues in your own relationship, hon. Do you know what like, I mean? Like your like, your partner's a little wanderer. His eyes yeah. are like <laughs> fucking talk to him. Fucking yeah. make him move tables. Not your fuck. Not the exactly. woman. No, that's insane. Yeah. So obviously, then there's mm. a seriously problematic narrative surrounding large boobs in society yes. in our society, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Even the hoops were forced to jump through. Ah, so I'm only what am I like? A, 34 double 32 double d right which okay. i think in the big scheme of things is like relatively normal these days yeah. it used to be quite because boobs are getting bigger aren't they yeah oh yeah they are they are they are and i think more women are getting measured and they're realizing yeah. they're bigger than they think yeah because our director paula on the documentary she was like oh i'm a b i'm a b i'm a b i was like babe i don't know if you're a b she's like she got measured and she's actually a double d i'm like we're all just wearing the wrong bra. Yeah. Like we're all, we're all just trying to make them seem smaller. Yeah, we're because terrified. We don't want to be told to move tables in a restaurant. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to like be shamed for like making someone else's husband like look at you. But also, I do think that getting measured is not a positive experience for most mm. women. Like just having someone's cold hands on you, and also I think someone's saying to you like, "Oh, you're now actually like." A H cup. You're not like, yay. You're like, oh. Brilliant. So now I've got even less choice of the brands I can shop at. And now I have to spend even more money on underwear. Exactly. Nobody's going to see because I'm not comfortable with my body anyway. Exactly. So it's like, oh, this sucks. So yeah, it's, it's such, yeah, it's such a tough thing. And I think that, um, you know, the hoops that women have to jump through in terms of getting breast reduction, the NHS, that's like postcode lottery. I mean, NHS is struggling across the board, but I think particularly with breast reduction surgery, it's free, but, you know, your BMI has to be a certain level. You have to have be a steady weight. It's all dependent on whether wherever you are locally, there's funding. So it's like luck of the draw, basically. Speaking as a woman, like how hard is it for your weight to stay the same? I mean, just in a month, babe, I jump... I go all between oh, yeah. a stone. Yeah. Just in oh, a month. yeah. Like hundred percent. Oh, totally. Months. Totally. And then like, you know, I, I'm always, I feel like so much heavier like, on my period as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, and then, you know, if you're like, I'm a 36K, so I'm a K cup. I'm a special K. Other brands are available. <laughs> and, um, <Yeah. laughs> and, you know, that adds weight. That's like maybe two big bags of sugar each, right? So that adds to your BMI. And it's like, yeah. we don't necessarily take that into consideration. Like maybe I'm, heavier 
because I've got two big sacks on my chest. So I think BMI is like super problematic anyway, but I know they have to have need something to measure. They, they need, need to be able yeah. to measure these things, but it's just like so frustrating when you meet some of these women and some of them are on antidepressants, some of them, they literally don't do like they don't go out. They don't. They're not living the life. They're not living. They live in. No, yeah. they're just indoors wearing turtlenecks in the summer, hiding away. Yeah. And it's like that's not a life that you want for yeah. someone. And then you know if that doesn't happen, then you're having to resort to a crowdfunder to get breast reduction surgery. I mean, who's got nine k just Lying sitting around? around. Like, no, I haven't in this cosy lives. It's like how? So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel listening to how you felt about your body when you were younger, mm. like I echoed a lot of those sentiments and um it was like it, it brought back a lot of stuff for me. You're clearly super comfortable in mm. your own skin now, Jackie, which I think is very inspirational, babe. Oh, like thank I you. just think it's beautiful. Like I think all of us kind of struggle with our self-image a little yes. bit, you know. What advice would you give to any any women who are out there like I suppose not living the life they deserve to to live because mm. of the size of their boobs, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because I think everyone's journey is so different. Like yeah. things that may have happened to you in your childhood will affect like who you are today and how confident you are. But what yeah. I will say is everything starts with self. Yeah. Like you need to check in with you and listen to your inner voice. What I started to do as I was getting older was I was realizing that the shame I felt wasn't actually mine. Yeah. It was someone else's shame that they felt maybe around boobs or body image or how yeah. women are supposed to be. And they're bringing it to me and shame mm -hmm. has to go somewhere, but it doesn't have to go with you. So when I started tapping into like, actually, how do I feel about my boobs? Hmm, don't know. I don't really know them. Okay, cool. Maybe I should try and get to know them and understand them. And actually separating yourself from the noise and also getting to know who you are outside of like your body. So like, I'm a big fan of like, not just complimenting what people look like, but complimenting you in the sense of you've got a great energy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, oh my, you're such a caring person. Like, I think those compliments mean more. Yeah. I love those ones. Yeah. They're so deep because it's like, it's not about external stuff because sometimes it feels like as a woman, like there's always something to work on or like all you're good for is like your image. But actually when you start, and also pay yourself compliments because if you don't how the hell are you going to accept someone else's compliment like you have to be like babe sorry you're banging today period sorry that's it i like literally sometimes i'll step outside of the shower and i'll be like okay okay bum you're growing i see ah! it. i love it i'm like okay stretch mark i see what you're trying to do here it's cool i'm like you know what everything starts with you like actually complimenting yourself like maybe okay you might like hate your legs but maybe you've got really nice arms and it's like actually get the arms out like yes. slow and steady just start like pushing yourself like you have to make yourself uncomfortable in order to grow and really tap into the self-love aspect so I think just slowly slowly start doing stuff on your own terms yeah. and like don't let people like dictate like who what you should wear who you should be like you get to know yourself first and then when people try and tell you things, you're like, actually, that's not me. Yeah. Because that's what you want. You want to be so tapped into yourself. If someone says stuff to you, you're like, no, that's not me. Or if someone says, oh, you know, you look nice today. You're in your mind. You're like, I know. That's why I was wearing it. But thank you. Do you know what I mean? It's like your compliment is like not even the cherry. It's just like the 
a bit of the icing, but <laughs> you are the cherry. You are the chocolate gatu. You are the tiramisu. Okay. You are the apple crumble. You're the dessert. With the ice cream. Yeah. You're the you're dessert. The dessert. <laughs> and, you're the, and you're the steak with the peppercorn sauce and the vegetables. You're oh, all of it. We're a three corsa. Yeah, it's, we're a three corsa. And it's like, when you start seeing yourself like that, I do think it's like, People just have to eventually jump on board at the end yeah. of the day. And, you know, my favorite princess diaries, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Because a lot of people are insecure and they will try and get into your head. Yeah. And they and sometimes they can set you back five years with a horrible thing that they may say to you. And you're like, you know what? No, I've done too much work on myself. Yeah. So I'm just going to you put that over there because where I'm standing, this is good vibes. <laughs> yeah you know it's that it's just getting to know yourself more and more and I think that just that starts with being uncomfortable and doing things that feel really different and daring and then you start to tap into who you are but also what you're made of uh, you know mate this just brings us so beautifully on to your secret too um yes. here at Vicky Patterson in the secret too we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple of pearls of wisdom and it's pretty obvious, Jackie, that you've done loads of work on yourself and you're in this beautiful place. That didn't actually come naturally, you know? You've had to sort of, like, condition yourself and yeah. practice self-love and compassion and all the rest of it. So I really want my listeners to learn all of that. I needed a bit of everything you've had to say to oh, me as well. Oh, <laughs> I did. I want to know what yeah. your secret is to falling in love with yourself. I think the secret to falling in love with yourself is getting to know yourself. Yeah. And when I say getting to know yourself, I mean, take yourself out to dinner, not with your partner, not with your friends, by yourself. Just solo date. Oh. Yeah, solo date. Take yourself on to a spa. Take yourself away. Like, get to know yourself. Yeah. Because I think when you do that, like, and you really tap into who you are, then you're not just a better friend, but you're a better lover. Like it's so important. The first relationship we ever have is with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, if you don't know yourself, then how the hell are you going to enter another relationship with someone else and love them? Like yeah. you, you really need to figure out who the hell you are. What do you like? What are you into? And also I think it's like not living a life where you feel like being alone is a bad thing. Yeah. Like I will literally dump my husband to be like, babe, I'm going out for dinner. And he's like, oh, dinner for two. I'm like, no, sorry. I, this is dinner for one, babe. So he's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh can, can I come for that? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> sorry. I I watched a film yesterday, right? And it was yeah. so such a lovely film. It's called What's Love Got to Do With It? About like yes. um, arranged marriage, assisted marriage, as they're calling it these days. Yeah. Lily James, class one, if anybody wants looking for an easy watch. Um, and she's talking to her mom, and her mom's like, Emma to play by Emma Thompson, wicked role, so funny. Yeah. Just like super relatable, Phil. I just loved it. Anyway, she sort of crying and she says, I feel like you think I'm only half a person when I'm not mm. when I'm not with a man and when I'm not in a relationship. Is that what my value is to you? And like, I got really emotional watching it because I thought, you know, my mom's never made us feel like that, but I made myself feel like that. Yeah. I made myself feel like I was somehow less of a person mm. if I wasn't being loved by someone else. Mm. And I think, you know, society plays a part in that as well yeah. and everything and all that. And, you know, when we're looking at social media and everyone's in these perfect, seemingly perfect relationships and stuff, yeah. like it can make you feel even more alone. But totally. there is so much to be said for focusing on yourself, working on you, giving yourself some love and kindness. So you're this full, amazing, wonderful person so that when you do get the chance to be a friend or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whatever it is, you are the best one. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And it doesn't just stop at like, 
being single. I think even when you're in a relationship, like yeah. your partner should add to your life, but they're not yeah. your life. And it's like not forgetting that because I have had many friends over the years. They get a partner. You never see them again. I'm like, uh, 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 they disappeared. I'm like, oh, okay. And that's it because a lot of people find their sense of self through being with someone else, which yes. is perfectly fine. But I think it's also just remembering like you are a person. We can do better than that. Yeah. yeah. You are a person before you met this person. Like, don't just like give up on everything just because they've entered your life. Because I'm not being funny, but from past experience, the way sometimes, I mean, this is a conversation for another day, but (laughs) the way sometimes I think women, we can like drop our friendships when we meet a relation, when we get into a relationship. I know a lot of men, they're not doing that. No. They're, They're like, I'm going out with the boys. Bye. But like sometimes women will like drop all their friends just because they're in a relationship. And I'm like, don't do that. Like, uh-huh. don't, you can't do that. Like we are your sisterhood. Like we've got your back. But yeah. again, it's just, just not forgetting that you are a whole person before you met whoever you're with. And like, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whatever you're doing, like date yourself. It is the best thing you can ever do. I love getting to know myself because I'm changing all the time. And I'm like, I'm absolutely loving it. It's just, I honestly, I talk to myself and I'm pretty sure people look at me like, is she all right? Like, what are these, like, nutters on the bus? Is that, is he, that's the person right? Sorry, that's actually me. I'm on a date with myself and I'm having a lovely time. So mind your own business, Sharon. Right? Like, <laughs> mind your business. Like, I'm, honestly, that's me. Like, and sometimes I'll, like, be walking and I'll, like, WhatsApp myself. Because, you know, you can WhatsApp yourself. I did not I'll, know that. Yeah, I'll, like, voice note and be like, Jackie, do you know what? I'm having such a great day today. This happened, this happened, this happened. And, like, I freaking love it. And sometimes I literally <laughs> sit back and I'm like, babe, you're living life, aren't you? <laughs> Jackie you are absolutely fucking brilliant mate honestly thank you so much for giving us your time for giving me like a lovely shoulder to cry on and also just for so much of your wisdom fantastic guest I wish you all the best of luck for the future of course my queen you too happy married life like enjoy the whole ride honestly Uh enjoy the whole ride Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.